right, all right, all right. This is the Salt Lake sit down episode. Well, I gave up numbering them because I kind of lost track after a while. But I'm going to call this the About Goddamn Time episode because this episode, believe it or not, for you people at home, this was something that has been almost three years in the making. Uh, I've got a very special guest. I've, I'm very excited, and he's not sitting across the country. He's not sitting staring at a computer monitor. He is sitting right next to me. This is a guy that I've worked with in the past, and his name is Zach. And he is quite the creative individual. He's got a lot of stuff under his belt, a lot of things when it comes to like book narrations. And I know right now he's currently got a minimum of one podcast going on that he's got with a couple of his friends. And that particular podcast is called Dysfunctional Adults. Zach, welcome to the Salt Lake sit down. And all I can say is thank you for coming. And it's about goddamn time. It is about goddamn time. I am... I am so stoked to be here. I can't even tell you. The, yeah, three years in the making. But Literally. Here we are. We were talking about doing this. I remember we were swapping pictures of our exes. <laughs> we were showing each other booby shots, basically. <laughs> drinking. And, and talking shit to each other. And you had mentioned that you had heard some of the stuff I was doing. And that's when you started mentioning some of the stuff that you were doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember saying to you, like, dude, we so need to, like, sit down and do a fucking show. Hell yeah. And that's pretty much what you said. <laughs> Hell yeah. And life gets in the way. Things happen. And so it, it kind of never happened. And then about a year later in 19, we talked about it again. Mm-hmm. And same thing. We were both like, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's fucking do this, you know. <laughs> And nothing. (laughs) And then, of course, in 2020, the pandemic hits and the whole world gets turned upside down. I know your world personally got turned upside down in many ways. That was so much fun, though. (laughs) Right? Let's do that right again. (laughs) And so, you know, it just it kind of never happened. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until just here, just literally like less than a week ago that you had posted like your latest episode for this dysfunctional adults mm-hmm. that, Hey, uh, you know, we're on anchor. You, you, you know, check it out guys. Please, please like our show. Please give us money. Please give us money. Please be our friends. <laughs> and so I'm like, because I've, I've heard other people's podcasts. I, I get all kinds of requests from all sorts of people about, Hey, you need to check this out. You need to check that out. And I've gotten to a point in my life where <laughs> most of it, it's like, no, <laughs> just because I got shit to do. I sure. got my own thing to do. And some of the stuff I have heard while I give them credit for giving it a shot, it's terrible. Yeah. Either the audio quality sucks or whatever it is they're talking about. It's just not my thing. And so I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. You know, yeah. I listen to five minutes and I'm out, <laughs> but I, you know, but I thought, well, Hey, this is, you know, I know Zach, he's got a good voice. And I thought, oh, let's, let's give him five minutes. Let's see what happens. So I tuned in the first episode and right off the bat, I started laughing because you guys, you and the, the two J's, Jason and John, it's, yep. it's a three-man crew, kind of like what I've done with Masculine Geek in the past. Three guys that if, from what you told me, you guys are actually like real-life friends. Yes. You yes, guys, you've, 
like Sorry. quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Now, there, dude, do not apologize on my show. Oh, we can shit. we can totally talk over each other and just push each other out of the way. Oh, in fantastic. fact, people, if you hear weird noise in the background like shit breaking, don't mind us. It's probably us just fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part I Get out of the way! <laughs> God damn it, my show! No, it's not. I'm the guest, you fucker. You want me to spill a drink on your fucking computer? Oh, oh damn. See, fighting words. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, we just got That real. was rude. And I, that, I'm a guest uh, here. That was... <laughs> What was I thinking? Right. <laughs> you do that, you may never go home. Uh-huh. They just might find you in a shallow grave somewhere. Oh, that's okay. Did Zach ever make it over? Yes. No, no. He never no, did come over. Know. He's like, dude, I'm on my way. And I'm like, okay. And then I texted him hours later, like, where are you at? Yeah. Never heard from him. Why is this car in your in your parking spot? I, I have no idea. I don't know how it got there. <laughs> he never knocked on my door. I was waiting around. I took a nap. <laughs> All this kind of stuff, you know, invited a girl over and, you know, you need, you need an alibi. I can get an alibi. I'm good. But anyway, you guys, obviously there is a chemistry there, which in my opinion, in a lot of cases is very rare. Mm. Uh, And that's where I got the impression from the sound of it and the way you guys kind of bounced off each other and played well, you guys were diddling each other. Yeah. Abs- you were playing Nobody with each can other. see what's going on. Exactly. So you know, you guys can't even see what's going on all. right now. So who's to say? <laughs> but anyway, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, these guys are like in the same fucking room. They're not sitting, you know, doing a stream yard or something on YouTube. And then they kind of broke it down into an audio. It's like, no, these guys are in the same fucking room, you know, feeding off of each other. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, I was... I was just like blown away because it was funny because the first thing I think you said is like, hi, I'm Zach and I'm a 10-year-old girl or something like yeah. that. And I'm just <laughs> like, wow, this is how this is going to go. But, but I have to say, I, I listened to the whole episode, which is a lot considering I have enough shit going on. And I appreciate it. Dude, you did that of your own volition. I, you know, I didn't even beg you. No, yet. no, you didn't. I was going to. Yeah, you didn't hit me up personally. It just kind of showed up in my feed where you're like <laughs> randomly fishing all of your Facebook friends. You know, going, hey, guys. <laughs> Pay what? attention to me. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll give him five minutes. And ended up listening to the entire thing, which was about an hour. And I was just like, oh, wow. (laughs) Now, I realized there were some things that I picked up on real quick. And I believe out of Jason and John, one of them apparently is a pretty good looking dude. That would be John. Okay, that'd be John. And Jason's fat. Yeah. I I got that. Yeah, that's that's our dynamic. So you got fat, (laughs) funny, and I... Fucked up. (laughs) That's that's our dynamic. But yeah, I've known them for about four... Or since we were about 14, 15 years old. I'm 40 now. So that's, oh, wow. That's so, why yeah, that. you guys were literally childhood friends then. Yes. Okay. So there we have that, which to me, like I said, most podcasts I've listened to, they either are trying way too hard mm-hmm. and they're way too serious mm-hmm. or they're way out of control where it's like this fucking train wreck that they just happen to record, which is interesting for about a minute and a half. But beyond that, it's like, uh, and and there's some that I've heard where it's it's a competition of wills, mm. where everybody's got a really big ego, and so they're all just kind of waiting for their turn to talk, and and they're they're not necessarily trying too hard, but it's just it's it's stilted, yeah. And with you guys, it's like, no, they actually 
get along. They like each other. <laughs> or at least they're really good actors pretending they like each other. Oh, no, I hate John. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Ask him. I give him shit all the time. Well, you know what? You got to hate him just a little bit. You know, that that's what makes it good is when you can kind of, I'm going to stick the knife. Yeah. And, yeah. I hate him because he's funny and good looking. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I can understand that. So I, I get that. But here's the thing, guys. Um, I'm going to let Zach obviously do the talking since he is the guest. Uh-huh. I want you, Zach, because you're the one, you guys came up with it. Your little tagline that what mm. what is the dysfunctional adults? As as you noticed in one of the episodes, I couldn't even fucking... I was reading it and I couldn't even say it. So <laughs> forgive me, Try I'm not going to remember. Yeah, uh, we're cynical... I don't, you know it better than I do. Jesus, See, wow. It's bad. Hey, it's dropping it's the ball here. John, Jason, do you need a new host? Uh, I'll come co host with you guys. I think this is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go on my own and you take over. But basically, what it is, and, and even I know I'm not going to get it exact, but it's, it's three cynical, jaded, uh, broke Gen X dads who are past their prime. Ah, yes. That's Thank you. basically that. what it yeah. is. So. Where did this idea come from and why are you doing it for lack of better words? You know, why now? Why this podcast? I feel like I'm in AA. Why here? Why now? <laughs> All right. Um, well, it is part of the road to discovery. It really is. <laughs> I mean, I'm in recovery now. Shit. Um, okay. So it, it, it just came from, we think we're fucking funny. And when we get together, we're generally, generally getting together to do uh, audiobook narration. John also narrates audiobooks. He has a very distinct voice and uh, is very good at it. And so after we would do that, we'd sit around and just bullshit all the time. And I just, I said multiple times, you guys, this is funny shit. Like, I'm not just patting patting us on the back. This is stuff that people listen to. And when I listen to podcasts, that's what I want to listen to. So let's let's just record ourselves. Jason took over the um, the details, got, getting everything together, and and actually creating the podcast using Anchor, um, and the, and made the tagline and all of that. So he's he's taken over all of that. He does all of the editing, and uh, John. So just if funny. it sounds great, it's it's his fault. But if it sounds like shit, it's also his fault. Right. Okay. Right, and that it, you know <laughs> he gets spankings for it too if it's bad. Like I admit, <laughs> this is happening. Um, but yeah, it just it just came out of us thinking that we're funny, and and we've gotten some good reviews. I mean, we we don't have a huge following, obviously, brand new three three episodes is all. Yeah, at least as of this time, right now. Right now, yeah, we're about to have a fourth come out with a very funny guy, um, author named DJ Butler, real name Dave Butler, and uh, he stole the show, man. It's going to be a great episode. I'm really excited for it. Fantastic. Yeah. And, well, and I look forward to hearing of that because that's one of the things that when I started listening and what kind of got me from that very first episode, which was probably sound wise was the roughest episode yes. that it's like, oh, okay, you guys are all together in a, in a room, which is cool. <laughs> With a USB microphone. Oh, you know? that, you know what? That explains <laughs> a lot right there because yeah. that's, it sounded like that. Yeah. And it wasn't until like the second episode where your mic was tits. It really was. The other guys were still kind of like, eh. <laughs> but yours was just like the bomb that I'm like, oh, somebody upgraded. I paid for those tits. 
This was uh, this boob job was my my hard earned money. Th- this was your journey to your own self discovery after the road of travels and tribulations. Absolutely fantastic. Well, money well spent. Thank you. Because this is the same microphone. I take it, it that I heard, and that's what I kind of thought. That it's like, oh man, this sounds so much better. And so I'm glad that you made that step. And this way, you know, if John and Jason listen to this later. Y'all need to really step up your games to <laughs> get a better microphone. I believe the tagline tells you that we're broke. Oh. And I, so I don't, you're kind of asking a lot right now. I'm just. <laughs> you guys have heard of prostitution, right? Heard of it. <laughs> That's I'm how you got that yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Well, apparently John and Jason need to whore themselves out a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) because they all need to get better microphones if they're going to, you know, stay in the competition with who's got the best microphone sound in, in, in the biz here. Well, and you were going to, I, I appreciate you were getting another microphone because you didn't want that shitty quality first episode sound. Right. And, uh, so. so Yeah. And and that, that's what was kind of funny about that is because. Uh, for the people who are listening to this, where we are sitting in the same room and we are literally, you know, almost rubbing each other's junk. Um, I was going to go out and get another pod mic and the cables and everything to go with it. And I still probably am going to do that because I want to do more like this as well. This is a lot of fun being able to, to see them in real time, to be right next to them, be able to punch them if I Hell need yeah. to. All that kind of stuff versus you're staring at a screen. Yeah. And so I know I'm going to end up getting another one. Uh, but when he was like, well, can I use my mic? I have a, I have a favorite mic. And I was like, is it USB or is it XLR? You make me sound so submissive. But you're not wrong. <laughs> well, that's kind of how it came across. Can I, can I bring my own mic pretty please? And I'm like, is it USB or is it, you know, because if you'd have said it was USB, I'd have been like, that might be a problem because... The roadcaster is not set up for USB. Okay. I'd have to rig things to make it work, and that's where I would have been like, "No, nah, yeah, I'm, Zach. I'm, stay gonna, home." Well, no, it would have just been I'm getting the gear anyway, so just leave that shit home and just show up. <laughs> but when he's like, "It's XLR, baby," that's mm-hmm. when it's like I hear Barry White talking to me, and it's like, "Oh, ladies, see, it'll just like that." <laughs> and that's when he said, "When he's like, it's XLR." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's music to my ears because I can just plug that shit right in and we can go. And here we are. Here we are. And and it is. And, and this is going to sound great. And it's going to require very little to probably none in my book, any kind of real post-production. Uh, I know I'll have to give it a listen just because I'm weird. But beyond that, um, when you guys did the second episode... Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that really stood out to me, besides you, like, fucking up the lines right off the get-go, and I hear you tossing papers around and shit, <laughs> which that was pretty funny. And I think it was John who was like, you know, you're like, I already screwed it up. And he's like, yeah, and you already failed, you know, you're never going to be invited back again type of thing. But the humor started right then and there. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of carried on, where out of nowhere, you guys were talking about, like, Russian water dogs that are extinct now because they tended to to have aggressive tendencies even though they were meant to be like lifesavers. These random fucking articles like that and about <laughs> dog, you know, dog cuisine. Kegogi. Kegogi. There we go. That I, when I'm hearing this, I'm almost in tears, about ready to roll off the road because I'm listening to it as I'm driving around. And all I could think is what the fuck? Where did you guys, you know, what, 
what were you, where did you come up with this random, weird, bizarre, hilarious shit? And it's like they were trying to outdo each other. It's like, oh, I, I got Kegogi. Oh, yeah, I got a Russian water dog that's extinct now. He, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He won that. That John <laughs> killed it with that article. That was fantastic. But you see, that was one of my favorite parts of that whole episode was you guys doing these weird, random things. Like, here's six freaky facts about Nikolai Tesla. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, you know, hey, guys, did you know not only did he, like, really invent electricity and some of these other things and a death ray apparently. <laughs> and and he, he also might be a bigot and a fascist to some degree. He's also a pigeon fucker. Yeah. You know, these are things that I'm like, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that I wanted to know that. We're here to educate you. This is <laughs> our goal. And I'm hoping that the audience understands that. Fuck the comedy. Let's just tell you why Nikola Tesla is actually a piece of shit. <laughs> Hitler-esque, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, here's an alternative take on Tesla, you know. (laughs) It's not the stuff when everyone wants to go, oh, Tesla, you know. He was the man. It's like, yeah, except. But. But he he liked birds (laughs) and not just feeding them, you know, shit like that. That I'm just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And and all I can say is um, I really do hope you guys continue this. Part of it, because I noticed that you guys, there's a little bit of a gap, I guess, in mm-hmm. in the time from like your first episode to your second to the third to this right. one that's coming up. For me, as a as a listener, mm-hmm. I would hope that you guys, I guess, um, maybe put them out a little more consistently and a lot more sooner instead of every two, three weeks or whatever. Absolutely. To be like, we're doing it weekly. You know, ideally to me, I mean, hell, if you guys really had it in you, I'd be like, daily is good. Oh, I'd do it in an instant, man. Oh, man. I really would. I love I love the podcast. I love doing that. I like doing this. Well, yeah, it's fun. and But it, I guess, it, you know, it does come down to time because every one of you guys, at least, the three of you guys, you're all fathers. Ugh, they've yeah. got families. Yeah, you, got, yeah, you guys are fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> Families? Who needs fucking families? Jesus. Isn't that what your wives and ex-wives are for is you cart your kids <laughs> off to them? Or do like what most dads do. You know, you put them in a room, you lock the door, and you forget about them for two hours. <laughs> you know, and when they're screaming in there, you just go, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to smoke some weed. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm going out for cigarettes. You'll be happy if I come back. And you know what? If you want to cry, I'll give you something to cry for. <laughs> you know, I mean, God, the, you know, every today it's, oh, you can't spank your kids and you can't do this and you can't do that. And I look at it and I think, what's wrong with threatening your kids' lives once in a while? They need to learn because when they get older, their lives are going to be threatened all the time. Right. You, you can't give them a participation trophy just because they showed up. Right. Oh, you got out of bed? Oh, look at you, champ. It's more like, oh, you got out of bed? Have you done 25 push-ups and drank a pot of coffee yet, you little fucker? Get on it. The toilet's dirty. That's right. The toilet needs a scrub. Here's a toothbrush. Get at it. You know, because what, what kids are for. Exactly. They're labor. 
labor. They're here to, you know, it's free labor. That's what it was for back when everybody was a goddamn farmer. Let's right. bring this And back. that's why they had 12 of them, you know, because once in a <laughs> some while, of were... some of them didn't make it. Some of them died. <laughs> Dysentery. Dysentery, malaria, you know, smallpox, polio, <laughs> whatever it was, they died because they got bit by a rattlesnake or something. And that's why you had six extras because... At some point, some of them died, and so you have to have some more to pick up the slack. Right. You know, and, and, the, and the women didn't complain too much because their job was to wash the linens and mix, fix the meals and to pop out more kids in case some of them happened to die off. And, <laughs> and that's the part that, you know, today, no, 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 can't. It, uh, the world's going to hell. This is why kids... Uh, are becoming such cretins. They have nothing to fucking do anymore. There's nothing to farm. There's nothing to, you know, take care of. Like, they used to have to worry about dying. <laughs> now, they, they look around. They, they, they don't have to worry about anything except what am, what's going to entertain me next. Oh, my God. Dad, entertain me. Turn Mom, entertain me. Yeah, turn on YouTube. Turn on, I want to play the Xbox. Yeah, go fuck yourself, kids. <laughs> And, uh, I ain't got no goddamn money. That's right. It, you know, we're, we're going to whore you out here in a minute. You know, there may not be farming to be had, but I'll tell you what there could be. There's somebody that's looking at you going, mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> we might have, uh, I'm not going to edit that. I'm fucked Oh, that. no, don't edit it. I'm not editing this that This is out. just how things are happening. That's right. It's... This is how this episode is rolling. We are going down that dark pedophilia ring here. I mean, we had necrophilia on our podcast and we're pretty tame. So. Oh, God. And you guys, that. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, let's do this. I remember that was something that I had told you off mic mm-hmm. that when I first heard it and I don't, I know it wasn't you that said it. Mm-hmm. It was either Jason or John. And I think it was probably Jason, but you guys, one of you guys was worried about like offending the, 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 the sensitives, the snowflakes and I'm sitting there and I'm laughing. And yet at the same time, it was sad to me because on the laughing end, I'm like, oh, you guys have no idea. Because I'm just like, <laughs> you ain't shit. You got three fucking episodes under your belt. Yeah. I've got combined about a thousand or more at roughly two hours plus each yeah, under yeah. my belt. And in the snowflakes and the SJWs haven't come for me yet. And being the fact that, let's be honest, you are a Gen X heterosexual man. Your opinion. Allegedly. Well, allegedly. That you're all those things. That, you know, the heterosexual, you probably are. You're Gen X. It's the man part that I'm still debating on here. Because I know you guys were talking about having your man cards revoked, too. So Yeah. No, we did talk about, I don't have one. And I'm also, I think, technically a millennial, 1981. Like I'm on that cusp. You are on the cusp. You're, but I you're like, like a sandwich li- and exercise. Well, get some respect. Okay. Well, all right. Here, here's the deal. Okay, let's and do this too. <laughs> because I am a full-on Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. There's no cusp for me. Okay, I am like smack right in the fucking middle of it. Yeah. So if anyone in this room out of the two of us has any fucking authority here on this one, it would be me. <laughs> okay. Okay. One, I'm gonna I defer have, to you. You're gonna have to. Okay, because the first thing I want to do is I am, you know, I'm going to probably, well, I'm not going to do it this second, but I am going to look up and figure out what exactly was the year that society has deemed that the Gen X generation ended and the millennials began, because it was in the 80s somewhere. Yeah, I hear 81, I hear 82. Yeah, somewhere around there, but I, I need to get that clarified first. But ultimately, what it really comes down to is how you 
carry yourself and maintain yourself while you're around me, especially right now during the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I do know guys that are, chronologically, they are millennials, but in my book, they are honorary Gen Xers because of the way they carry themselves and their beliefs and how they act and and handle themselves. That it's like, oh yeah, you're you're a Gen Xer trapped in a millennial's body. Hell, my ex-girlfriend hated being a millennial and she is hardcore a millennial. Okay. But- she had the Gen X mentality, the Gen X soul. She had the old lady soul inside this little <laughs> young body. It was great. So she was even a Gen Xer because she's like, I fucking hate being a millennial. It's like, ah, spoken like a true Gen Xer. <laughs> and, and that's one of the things that I can say when, when I've uh, had different discussions with people that a lot of it kind of comes down to, well, at least I can say I am not a fucking millennial, you know, and a lot of people can't say that. I think there's a dog barking somewhere. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I brought that for, for lunch. Um, <laughs> oh, since didn't... we are the, the, the Kyogi or whatever yeah, it is. Kyogi. Yep. Yeah, Kyogi. Yeah, There we go. Now, we're, so you did bring some. Well, I'm glad you packed a lunch. Yeah. Did you bring enough for two, though? Absolutely. It's a dachshund, so oh. you can have half. <laughs> well, it's going to be lean, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into lean meats and, and leafy vegetables. You hey, know? there we go. So we have our dachshund for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You know, it's probably Jack, the neighbor's dog. And I don't know how much that's going to pick up, but where I could kind of hear it in the headphones, yeah. I'm sure it's probably picking up. But either way, so um, getting back to your guys' show. Yeah. Um, you guys, like I said, you've got something kind of going on here that I think could really be something good because on one end, it is actually a little bit educational. Mm-hmm. Talking about some of the weird shit about Tesla and about, you know, Kegogi and about this weird Russian water dog that's actually <laughs> extinct now. Um, those are things that that was kind of educational and informational. But for me, at least, it was primarily entertaining because it was funny listening to you guys laughing at each other and i'm laughing because i'm just like this has got to be some of the most random off the wall (laughs) shit or the article you did later that you got off ranker or whatever it was where you didn't mention the title at first because it kind of gives it away yeah but it's the guy who dug up his dead girlfriend or whatever and had her body with him for years to the point that when the authorities found out it had already passed the statute of limitations and so not even a slap on the wrist (laughs) he's been fucking this dead body for who knows how long and he's not in trouble for it oh see and and that's the kind of shit that it's that what the fuck moment yeah that most of the stuff that i've heard in more recent times um it's either stuff that is pretty common knowledge and everybody's talking about it, whether it's political, yeah. which to me is barf, or it's whatever, you know, it's even like video games or movies where everybody's a fucking critic. Yeah. yeah. And, and and if you're going to do that, then that's that needs to be your thing. That, right. hey, we're the movie guys and that's all we talk about. Or we're the video game guys because your competition, that's what they do. They yeah. are the video game guys. They have or, their... their- subject and they are good at it and and very good at it and it's very niche usually that yeah we talk about this one game okay you know it's we we are the guys that deal with halo mm-hmm. and that's all they talk about is you know tips and tricks for halo or we are the sci-fi nerds you know we critique 
sci-fi movies. Mm -hmm. So Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Avatar, all them are, are fair game, but you know, talking about Gone with the Wind or, or, <laughs> my uh, favorite movie, <laughs> right? Or Steel Magnolias or oh, something like that. Sure Those are playing. off the table, you know, because yeah. that's not the sci fi genre. And I know you guys have kind of touched on movies and whatnot. And I know where you were going because you guys were kind of talking about it of, as this is stuff we're doing with our kids. Yeah. Which is pretty cool from that slant. Yeah. To be like, oh, this is dad's talking about doing dad's stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though I'm not a father, a lot of guys are. And so it's a good way from that end of it that I can look at it and say, well, here's a taste of normalcy, mm-hmm. which is actually not a bad thing. Sure. Because a lot of podcasts out there, the, the personalities, the people that are on air, some of them, they're way over the top. And it's like, are you really like that in real life? Right. You know, because some of them, they may very well be. And it's like, oh, fuck. I don't know if I would want to be around that person. Because it's like, you're you're way out there, man. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether you're just so high energy or you're you're such a conspiracy theorist that it's like, you know, kind of like uh, what's his name that does InfoWars. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the guy about the frogs. Yeah, the, fro- yeah. They're turning the frogs gay. You know, yeah. Alex... Uh, <laughs> whatever his name is that I'm looking at him, not saying that he may not be right about things, but I look at him and I think I wouldn't want to hang out with him where I, when I listen to you guys, it's like, oh, you guys are, you're actually pretty normal dudes yeah. and you're going through what most guys go through. Yeah. You know, the day to day things, the worries about money, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the struggles of being a father and We've are all you, been divorced once. Oh, see then. Oh God. We're not going to talk about that on this episode sure, at sure. this point, but, just, but yeah. we could go to that at some point and it'd be like, yeah, we're going to have the divorce episode <laughs> because I can tell you my stories about when I got divorced. I know, I know you have stories. I would have to start <laughs> drinking again if we're going to go down that route. Oh God. Well, we don't want to do that. You're, you're, you're already on the road to recovery. Recovery. We don't need to have you fucking relapse. I am not going to be responsible for your relapse. They'd ask sure. me at my IOP program, hey, what happened? Why are you relapsing? And I'd just show them the episode or, you know, send let them, them listen the link. to it. And they'd yeah. be like, ah, <laughs> that would explain it. You, you went down that road. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need to go down that road. And so, but um, <clears throat> let me ask you this. Yes. Without obviously going into a lot of whatever your guys' details are. Mm-hmm. What are what are your plans or what do you see as Zach as part of this trio? What are your guys' plans for, you know, continuing this particular podcast? What what are you guys planning on doing? Well, we we really haven't spoken about it much, mostly due to time constraints. You know, we get together when we can, do the podcast and then talk about our lives just in general off the air. Um <clears throat> but what I would like to do is utilize the feedback that I've received from several people and bring it to the table with them. I don't know what they've heard. I don't know right. what people have said to them about the episodes, um, but I would. I want it to grow. I want it to progress. I want it to get better, and I'm sure that they feel the same way. So uh, what I'm imagining is that, yeah, these these first three episodes, much much like the first episode's sound wasn't very very good, and it's getting better. We're, we're working on that. Yeah, we're you also guys are progressing. Okay. So I would like to... I have heard from a few people, in fact... Um, 
that they don't really get some of the things we talk about, like the movies or the video games. And to me, that sounds like another way of saying I'm kind of bored. And I haven't brought it up to them yet, so this will be a surprise to them unless I talk to them about it before now <laughs> or before they hear this. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, look what uh, I did. I did a thing. <laughs> yep. And I just talked about how much our podcast sucks. So, so. Well, you heard it from him. You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I would like to alleviate that because I do want there, there is the dynamic that we are all guys and we've all been divorced, but I, I, I want to focus on the entertainment. I do believe that we're pretty fucking funny. And we, when I tune into a podcast, if I want to be entertained and laughing, then that's, that's what I want for the whole podcast. Basically. I don't want to be bored. So right. if people are feeling bored with some of this stuff and especially if it's near the beginning, sorry, Jason oh. and John, but here we go. Um, if we're talking about the movies and the video games and people aren't, aren't buying into that, they're not going to keep listening. They're no. not going to fast forward to oh, the funny part. no, no, Nobody's no, doing no, that. No. They're just going to turn it off. Yep. So um, this is just all new information that I'm sharing with with you here now before I share it with them. So I, I, they may beat me, but you, you've said yourself, you know I'm a masochist. Oh, well, yeah, and I get it. Um, you're absolutely right, and, and I know I said it to you off, Mike, but uh, people I've learned via YouTube and also with audio. Not only will they not fast forward, but if you don't hook them real quick, they'll not only disappear, they'll never come back. Right. Rather that be that they find you boring or if like your audio sucks, uh, that's the fastest way that I get off a podcast. Absolutely. You know, that even if the, the topic itself, the information is interesting to me or it's funny. If I'm hearing, you know, a fuck ton of weird background noise, you know, like a guy doing his podcast in his car and he's driving yeah. and I hear all the road noise and wind blowing and shit that I'm out. And the odds of me coming back to listen, you know, to like try again are pretty much zero. Yeah. It, it, you know, when is a podcast going to post on their Facebook page? Hey guys, we've gotten better. Come on back. Like you, you don't see that happening either. So. No, you won't see that happening. And even if you did, most people, they're, they're still one and done. Yeah. Because there is so much content out there. There are so many options that, yeah, a lot of people, they're one and done. Right. And so you kind of need to get it right from the get-go, if if you want to have the, you know uh, a show that can last and you can keep your audience around, audience retention. And coming from you, that's this is really good information. I mean, you're well established. You have followers. You've been doing this for a long time. You've gone through all of the things, and you're you're giving this information to me, so I don't have to do that. Exactly. And I appreciate. That. And I'm not charging you a forty nine ninety seven type of thing either. Oh, I guess I'll put yeah. my wallet away. That's right. You know, and pull your pants back up while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a habit. <laughs> I realized that, and I was t I was trying to tell you not to do that. But no, it, it's absolutely correct. And so when it comes to, like, the, the movie stuff or the video game stuff, I would say, I mean, I'm not saying you have to eliminate it, even though personally I probably would. But if you're going to do it, save it towards the end. Mm. Because then, you know, because... Where you guys have got it about at an hour, that's that's actually a pretty good stopping point. Okay. Uh, any more than two hours, for the most part, you're going to lose your listeners there because I've done that before too. Okay. And so you've done a two-hour podcast and oh, lost listeners. You oh yeah. Oh okay. Uh, I I can see it in the analytics from like a live stream that two hours they, they drop off a cliff after two. Okay. Okay. Now, and who that's has two hours available in their day. Right. Exactly. I mean, they may come back and watch the replay later, type of thing. But at the time, very seldom do people 
sit down and listen to it straight through for two hours at a time. Even I don't. Okay. When I've dealt with other people that have three, four hour podcasts and I'm like, I don't have four hours to just sit around and listen to this. And so I have to chunk it down into half hour, hour increments. And then that's what I do. Yeah. And so my thoughts from learning and from dealing with some bigger podcasts that are actually a lot more commercial. Uh, they are making money. They're syndicated in some cases, uh, kind of like, uh, Joe Rogan is an example. Uh, most of his stuff is like an hour. Okay. And so that's why I'm thinking, okay, the hour mark is probably the magic number. Uh, leave your audience wanting more than overloading them. Right. And so where you guys have got it 45 minutes to an hour, that's actually really good that I'm looking at that going, ah, that's perfect. Okay. But save the, save the really, you know, like I said, like the, the video critiques or whatever, that kind of stuff, I'd save it to the end or do away with it altogether and stick with some other stuff. Like the, the weird random shit that you guys found wherever you found it, that, that to me was like original that it's like, oh wow, this is different. You know, that, yeah, even though some of it may be dated in a sense that, you know, oh, yeah, this it was, was from a- 1986. Dated? <laughs> that was 20 years ago, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe almost 30 years ago, you know, yeah. but that's what I mean. But at the same time, it's still funny. Yeah. Because it's like, wow, that, that <laughs> was a thing then. And you know what? It'd probably still be a thing today. Absolutely. Same with the Russian water dog, you know, <laughs> or My the, favorite. or the guy that, you know, had the dead girlfriend in his house for 20 fucking years that he's banging, you know, it's, My hero. yeah, it's Norman Bates only for real. You yeah. know? <laughs> he just wasn't killing other people. Right. Okay. The, the weird random shit like that, that you guys kind of dig up. And then you guys kind of try to one-up each other with it. Like, oh, you you think that's good. Listen to this. Right. <laughs> that's the kind of shit that, you know what, that's funny. To, to kind of hear you guys feeding off each other, cracking up over it and whatnot. That it's like, oh, very refreshing, very entertaining. Thank you. And that's why, you know, I wanted to have, have you on was because, you know, I'm going to whore you out. I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna push you. you guys as much as I can. <laughs> because, you know, you're not obviously gonna be everybody's cup of tea, just like my show's not everybody's cup of tea. I'm sure there are people I am not gonna tell to listen to this. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm gonna tell everyone. I'm, I'm I'm putting you on blast. I'm putting it on Facebook. I'm just kidding. I'm uh, not a, nice. I'm not ashamed. Well, good. You know, and you shouldn't be. And and that that to me goes back to when, like I said, when I heard I think it was Jason, he was a little bit worried about, you know, I don't wanna offend you know we got to be kind of pc and i'm thinking number one you got three fucking episodes under your belt you ain't shit right and that's okay nobody nobody's seeing this or hearing no nobody even knows you exist number two you're heterosexual men going back to that part Mm -hmm. so your opinion matters even less Mm -hmm. and number three you're broke so you have no (laughs) money so it's not like they can sue you or try to get your money and the, the biggest one that I learned is that nobody cares. And so there's no sense. That? Because I think that's good a good way of putting it. Well, it, and it, it's just this, that we all get caught up in our own bullshit. We all think that we are these little special snowflakes, basically, and that we all have these big fucking spotlights hanging over our head 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. which is where, uh, I can't remember the artist's name, Corey something or other, but he did the song Sunglasses at Night. Corey, oh, okay, yeah. You know, I wear my sunglasses, <laughs> it, which is a good 
kind of analogy to it because, you know, because I need to wear these because the sun is even shining on me even at midnight uh, type of thing. Okay. okay. It is the, we have this fallacy that we are the center of the universe. We are our own gods and that every, you know, life is a stage and everybody's staring when the reality is nobody's watching you. Right. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. And you can be upset by that and be mm -hmm. sad that nobody's paying attention or you can let it set you free and realize, hey, you can say and do pretty much whatever the hell you want because nobody cares. And so when you do that, you can say and do whatever and not worry about, well, we need to be anonymous because, you know, we don't want the boss to find out. Because sure. I remember guys asking me, dude, what would your job think? And I'm like, dude, my boss... He, he was following me on Twitter. He used yeah. to be on my newsletter. He knows all the shit I'm doing. I'm not saying he agrees with all of it, but he knows what I'm talking about. Right. And all he cared about was, hey, just don't badmouth the company. And I'm like, oh, that's easy. I don't even hardly talk about my job. Right. But you knew everything I was doing. So there was no, oh, shit, I, I, I can't let Zach know that I'm you know, right. talking about Red Bill. <laughs> you know, because, you know, Zach might be like, dude, we're going to have to fire you for that. Which is, in my opinion, this day and age, this bullshit of people getting fired over their social media content. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It is. I, it angers me. Well, and it angers me, but there's a simple solution to that, really. And it is most of those companies that do that. They are obviously a lot of the tech industry like Google, Facebook, um, all of these different type of industries. If you know that, which they'll, they've admitted it, you know, if you do not go by their narrative, their agenda, they will fucking fire you. Right. So don't work for them. That's. Bold. I mean, in a nutshell, that's what it comes down to is if you're worried that I don't want to get fired for being politically incorrect, I don't want to get fired for wrong think, mm -hmm. then don't work for a company that that's their agenda. Because right. they, they all announce it. They all put it out there. They all virtue signal. They all try to tell the world, look at us because we're better than you because we, we you know, elevate women and we don't like racism and we don't like isms this and ists that and white supremacy and yada, yada, yada. All that bullshit. None of them hide that. And right. so when I hear about, you know, people getting fired from Google because they said that men and women are biologically different, which you and I can look and go, well, yeah, well, they are. But, they were, yeah. uh, said, but oh my God, he said the wrong thing. I mean, I, it sucks that the guy got fired, but at the same time, it's like, you didn't see that coming. Right. I did. I could have told you, and I'm not even a tech guy, <laughs> but I could have told you that you say that kind of shit, Google's going to fire you, dude. Right. And so to me, it's like, you have to hold yourself accountable that- if you're going to work in an industry where you have to watch what you say, then you better watch what you say. In your personal life. If you have to watch what you say in your personal life, what? However, on the other t on the other side of the token there, uh, people that are just, I mean, completely inflammatory in the wrong ways. Yeah. You know, I don't judge the company because that person was in a high position there. That person's just a piece of shit. These companies need to get over themselves and quit thinking the spotlight's on them. Right. But it's all just virtue signaling in the end is really what it's coming down to. And I also think, and this is a little tinfoil hat-ish for me, but as kind of a quasi-conspiracy, I look at it as, it's simply them playing illusions, playing magician. 
they're using misdirection by saying, look at us, we're lowering our, we're lowering our carbon footprint and we are green friendly and we are PC and we are pro women and all this other shit so that you don't see what the other hand is doing where it's like, oh yeah, but we have, we're exploiting child labor in China because we get all of our products from there. Or, you know, we're, we're burning fossil fuels at a rate that is ridiculous compared to other industries. That's not tinfoil hat. That's the truth. Well, there you go. Okay, but that's all it is. It's just them, you know, watch this hand, you know, look over here, kids. Don't look at what we're doing over here. They're just using that as their their mechanism to distract you from what they're really doing. Because ultimately, any business that is good Mm -hmm. is about making money. That's and that's what it is. That that is the. Well, wow, I just got gas belching <laughs> up shit all over. You blew it right in my face. Uh, that's right. I, dude, I, you know, I'll wait till I start farting. <laughs> but yeah, you're getting that straight in the face as well. <laughs> but it is, you know, if, if you want to be in business, the primary and, you know, the first goal of business is to make money. Mm-hmm. The second goal of business is to make money. And if you think that's wrong, see the third rule, which says, see rule number one and two. <laughs> okay. If, if you're going to go into business, the, 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 the beginning and end of business is to make money. Yep. And, and it literally is by whatever means necessary. If it's virtue signaling. Yeah, let's whether, it's, whether it's legal or not. And if right. it's illegal, then we don't want to get caught. If it's illegal, we need to change it so that the laws say it is legal. And there's your lobbying and all of that to get the laws changed. And or we send it outside the country to somewhere where it's not illegal. Right. And But it's they still want to make money. And all these big outfits that are virtue signaling, they're multi-billion dollar industries. They're multi-billion dollar companies. And so they know how to make money. And really the people that are getting played is the consumer. It's the people on the end that are buying their bullshit message. But getting back to the whole, you know, being anonymous or worried about you're going to get in trouble. I found it funny because you guys ain't shit. You got three episodes (laughs) under your belt. It's like, oh, you guys got a ways to go because Mm. I haven't gotten in trouble. And I've been doing this a lot longer. And you guys are way more tame than I am. Mm -hmm. And the other part, too, is... I find it sad that we, you guys, in in a, in this specific instance, sure, you guys have been conditioned to self police, right? But we all have to one degree or another. Even I back off the throttle to a degree, mm-hmm. and it's not for me. It's not a, necessarily worrying about offending people. It's more, I don't want to get shut down, right? So I'm not even a hundred percent unfiltered. Uh, there's things that I've thought about saying that it's like, yeah, you say that they might actually, you know, ban your fucking channel or something. And it's not just language like saying fuck. Right. It, there are things that I know that, yeah, if I talk about that, I, I'm going to be shut down because I've seen other people get shut down for Oh, it. wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's There are certain topics that you don't go there. You just, it, you know, if you stay away from two or three things, you'll be fine. Um, the Jewish question is one. It's like the Jewish question. I've done the Holocaust. Oh, questioning whether or not it happened. Yeah, don't be a Holocaust denier. Don't talk bad about Jews. Okay. Okay. Well, stay away from that one. If you want to, you know, kind of be pro-Nazi, I guess, or uh, pro-Holocaust or whatever, that's going to get you in trouble. Right. That you're you're sitting on a time bomb with that one. It's like 
don't don't talk about the Jews. You know, yeah. don't don't go there. Which I know you guys aren't, but I've seen guys oh, who but have. That was our next episode. Oh well, so I you guess might thanks you for might shutting that down. Well, yeah, you you might want to tell guys. Well, got to go back to the drawing board on that one. We can't talk about the Jews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless it's in a favorable light. Oh no, it was gonna be awful. And, oh you know, well, then we were yeah. just gonna go from tame to fucking what. <laughs> 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 that but that is one of kind yeah. of the the ones that no no we don't go there and i because i've seen channels i've seen movies i've seen things where wow it got shut down really quick because they had a critical point of view right and it's like oh okay we don't go there we don't talk about that one um another big one i would say is you don't target a person specifically oh god you yeah. can you can talk shit about guys and in our world today, you can talk specifically shit about a guy, whatever, whoever that guy is, and you're okay, but with like women, you you can sort of kind of get away with talking shit about women in general, because I do it all the time, mm-hmm. but you can't name a woman. You can't You can't talk about, even if it's like a celebrity, unless it's maybe like Michelle Obama or something like that. Okay. You might be able to get away with that a little bit because she's a high enough celebrity or Oprah. That you, our yeah, shit status. Yeah, like, that it won't matter. But if you were, for instance, wanting to say, talk about some girl that you work with and you decided to name her specifically, mm-hmm. it's like, you might want to be careful now. If you would just, people. yeah, you're because now they can say, well, you're that's bullying, that's targeting, that's hate speech, whatever. Right. Even if it's not, even if what you're saying is the God's truth, sure. That hey, I've got the evidence to back it up that she really is a shit bag, <laughs> you know. But it's like, yeah, she but, killed my cat, you yeah, know, exactly. Like, she actually murdered my dog, and I have the video of her doing it. Yeah, you can't name her. You can talk about her in general. Mm-hmm. And you can talk about her, you know, as a group and it's okay. You cannot name her. Interesting. So that that's probably the other big one is you can't really target. But beyond that, where you guys are so new and I'm looking at, like I said, all the stuff I've done with all <laughs> kinds of people. And I'm like, wow, we, I mean, we even at one point on one episode of Masculine Geek, the, the Jewish question got brought up. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, and we get deplatformed in three, three two, two, one. one. <laughs> and yeah. it never happened, actually. That's how much we weren't shit. Wow. That it's like, holy shit, that actually came up here and that's we what didn't lo- get slammed. Yeah, you have a lot of a lot of listeners. So oh, yeah. Masculine Geek's got quite a few people. And I really was expecting like, oh, we're going to get fucked on this one. Because it was someone, you know, one of the audience that kind of brought it up uh, and it kind of took off. And next thing I know, we're in it. And I'm just like, oh, God, oh, where's this going to go? <laughs> and nothing. Wow. Yeah, I was blown away. I mean, we did have an episode that actually got, it was live at the time, it was a live stream, that YouTube shut it down. Just bang, the show was off the air. Oh, wow. Holy shit. And it was because one of our guests, and it was a guy, but the algorithm, he was shirtless. Oh. And the algorithm thought it was a female breast. I mean, they thought did it they was look nudity. nice? That's a, that's... Well, he does have nice looking, he does have a nice looking chest. <laughs> You know, but I'm looking at it going, yeah, he's laying in his bed and he's got his shirt off. You know, the guy's about to go to sleep and he decided to pop on. But the algorithm saw boobs, boom, shut the show down right there. And we we brought it back up because we didn't, there was no notification, no nothing. Just next thing I know, the chat's gone and nobody's talking. And I'm like, I'm like, are we off the air? And, and, and. 
uh, Vince, my uh, co-host, he was like, dude, we got, we got shut down. We're not live anymore. It's, it's not broadcasting. And I'm like, what the hell? What did we say? What did we do? Yeah. What happened here? Cause we weren't, we were like you and me, we weren't talking really about anything. And so what the hell happened? And it's like, I don't know. So we go live again, five seconds later down. And then we finally realized it was because <laughs> of our guest because the algorithm was thinking frontal nudity was thinking he was a girl and he had boobs. And so it was shutting it down. And it wasn't until he literally pulled a blanket up and laid there. Then the show could go on. Jesus Cause we got Christ. shut down twice that night. And the funny thing is, is cause we kind of had been talking for a while, not realizing the show had been off air, uh-huh. but he also where Vince was paying for Streamyard, He was recording it simultaneously. He re uploaded it later. It was fine. Instead I was, I was of a, it's a say, live so much shit on YouTube that they're not catching, but they but got his as, tits. Yeah, but they they got the tits, but only in the live stream. Once he re-uploaded it, it passed. Weird. It was totally fine. That it's like, oh my god. And so, and we've had that before on Masculine Geek, where there was instances where we got shut down for one thing or another. But we kept going anyway and just recorded it, mm-hmm. and then he re-uploaded it in its entirety later, and it passed. And wow. so, okay. so we know it's an algorithm thing yeah. that there wasn't a human being going, oh, this sucks or whatever. It wasn't <laughs> someone reporting us. Yeah. Okay. And that's the key. That's what I'm saying where you guys are, I kind of got that sense that, oh, you guys are self-policing here. And it's like, and I, and I get it. If you don't want to be that wild and crazy F bond dropping dude, because that's just not your thing. I get that. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, don't censor yourselves for fear of, because I've been doing this for three and a half years now Mm -hmm. and I've never had anything serious come out of it. Nothing. Never been fired, obviously. Uh, Never had my channel shut down. Never had anything other than we've had some shows that got cut off because of nudity, supposedly, (laughs) of all things. It wasn't because of what we were saying. Right, right. It wasn't because, oh, you're being controversial or you're being this, that, or the other, or or we're classifying what you're saying as hate speech or something. Sure. Because we weren't doing anything like that. Well, comedians all the time are pushing the envelope. So, I mean, Doug Stanhope is, I don't know if you've heard of him, but Mm. man, he is, he's awesome. He's, I think he's one of the funniest comics out there, but he pushes that envelope and he's still doing his job. And there you have it. Okay, and if he can get away with it, three random dudes from Utah <laughs> that don't mean shit and don't matter, you guys can get away with even more than he can. That's one of the beautiful things, too, about nobody cares, all right, is the fact that because you're nobody and you ain't shit and nobody gives a shit, you really can push it way further than you guys have if you want to. Right. You know, that, oh, well, it's like, Really? For seriously, who's going to listen? Unless you're worried about, well, my mom listens or my grandma and I don't want her to be upset. Okay, fine. But then why are you doing this and why are you letting your grandma listen? And what is your ultimate end goal? Right. right? You have to decide. And and if it is something where you're like, yeah, I kind of don't want grandma to listen to this, then you don't fucking give grandma the link you know you don't tell grandma hey grandma look i did a thing and then when she's like oh and has a heart attack because you said penis five times in a row you know it's like well you had that one coming i've just i got i I have the greatest idea now of a way of getting some insurance money (laughs) give this a shot i need to take a piss yeah me too so we're gonna pause (laughs) and we're back so we just got done talking about 
dysfunctional adults, which is not the only thing that Zach has been doing. He's done some stuff, and I do want him to touch on it at least, because I said I was going to whore him out, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> but I know um, you've done some audio narration. You've, you've narrated some books. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, again, this is Jason. Um, he started a press called Immortal Works. Oh, wow. So he publishes books and publishes authors, and um, it's gaining traction. It's getting there. He's uh, got, I don't know how many authors now, and a, a full staff. Oh, that, wow. Yeah, it's growing. So he's got a bona fide business going yeah, on here. absolutely. Okay. And that's how I got into the audiobook narration. Uh, we were talking, and, and he was looking for a narrator, and I said, hey, I'd like to try it. And it took off from there. So I've done a few books. Um, some of them are on the way, some of my bigger stuff. Um, Jason is also an author, so <laughs> so I narrated uh, his book called um, Valkoria, uh, Children of the, no, Heroes of the Crystal Star. He does fantasy novels. Okay, okay. And uh, r- great book. Like, uh, his writing style is very good at portraying the emotions of the characters. Oh, and okay. you, you really feel it. And, and there were points where I was narrating this book and felt the emotion myself. I mean, because it's acting, essentially, right? Yeah, you know? it is. It's voice acting. Right. And so, you know, everybody's got a different voice and, and all that. But I, I definitely felt the emotion of, say, the main character when his father died. And, uh, and I try to put that into, the, into the, the narration. But so that's how I fell into it. And I've done a book called Thomas Destiny. And this goes back to Jason and John again. Um, we had... Well, they, they created it, uh, a story about a kid that falls into this, like, fantastical world full of, like, puppets that are alive and all of this. It's kind of YA, well, it's younger than YA genre. It's more for uh, middle school, you know? Okay, so kind of tweens, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and it's funny, though. It's got, a, it's got a character named Bruno who's just kind of an idiot. Uh, turns out, I think he's, like, half giant or something, and... and so he, it's a fantastical book that um, we made a movie when we were teenagers called Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. And it had to do with his lawnmower being stolen. It was just kind of like these young kid jokes. And we made a movie of it. We were very proud of. We attempted to make another movie and it, uh, it didn't work. And then I ended up going out on the road as a CDL truck driver. And they did a movie with another guy as Thomas. I was Thomas in the, in the original one. And they did it. And it's actually pretty good. I mean, for people in their, you know, teens, it's, they, they, they put a lot of heart into it and it, uh, it, it took off. So anyway, they ended up writing a book and it's called uh, Thomas Destiny. And I narrated that one. I don't believe that was my first one. My first one was called Dream Breaker. And it was probably about, what is that? An eighth of an inch? It was, okay. it's, it's, it's not even pretty a, it's thin. a novella. Like, if it's that a, even, it's more of a short story. Yeah. And yeah, short story. And I narrated that one, I believe, as my first one, and then got to Thomas Destiny. And then recently, uh, well, not recently, I'm three years late on this audiobook. Like this guy, DJ Butler, David Butler, that was on our, our show, it was so embarrassing because he comes on the show and I've been sitting on his audiobook for three years because of all the bullshit that's gone on in my life and all of the other things, like my mental health. It's just kind of a whole thing. Uh, I, won't, I don't need to get into it unless you want to, but. Uh, 
he gets on there and I'm like, David, I am so sorry, but also thank you for being so kind and, and understanding. And fucking patient. <laughs> and patient. Because it's a whole book series called Rock Band versus Evil. Oh. And it's fun. And this dude this dude's writing is is amazing because it all everything that he writes is out of left field. It's outside the box, uh, fantastical, science fiction-y. Uh, so this this rock band fights evil, and they are marked, and God hates them, or whatever. They're like Satan's friends, but they're not. They're trying to fight evil. <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole thing, but wow. it's my favorite project because the characters are so dynamic. And uh, Twitch is one of my favorite. He's a fairy, so he kind of talks like this. And oh my God, you know he's, he has a very like effeminate gay sound, but he transitions between male and female depending on what the needs are of of what's going on. Like if he needs to uh, uh, confuse some cops in, in one scene in one of the books, he, uh, he kind of becomes more feminine and kind of hot and, and glamors them, so to oh, speak okay. and gets what, you know, what they need to get the cops off their ass so they can go fight some evil. And uh, I, I just love, I love the audiobooks. I love utilizing my voice to act because then nobody has to see my face. I've got a face for radio. <laughs> You guys can't see me, but it's true. Yeah, and I know what you mean by that. And it's funny you say that because uh, when I was in radio years and years ago, some of the most dynamic voiced people I had ever met, I I had the (laughs) privilege of meeting them face to face. (laughs) And I understood immediately why they were on radio. (laughs) Yeah. There was a woman that uh, had this voice that just oozed sex and dripped honey uh-huh. that was at the radio station that I had worked at. And she, I remember because she was on the shift right before me. Mm-hmm. Well, we always seemed to miss each other because <laughs> she had to leave a few minutes early for whatever reason. And so she would put on like a, a long playing song to buy time from when she had to leave early to when I would come in. Mm-hmm. And so I would usually miss her. So I had no idea what this woman looked like. I just knew that the way she sounded, I'm just like, oh, oh my God, she sounds so fucking hot. And then there was one day where I decided, man, I'm going in early. Uh I'm not going to miss this because I have to know what this woman looks like. And so I get in there and I can hear her and she's talking to the audience because you can hear it over the monitor in the other room. And, you know, so she's doing her thing. I'm like, okay, so she's fucking here, you know. And and then she finally, you know, ends her segment, you know, ends her part of the shift. She throws on a song. And, you know, so I'm waiting. Light goes off saying, okay, off air. So at least whatever happens, all the background noise, all the shit, you're not going to hear anything anymore. And she opens the fucking door from the studio and comes into the kind of like the break room slash lounge area that we had that I was <laughs> sitting on the couch waiting. And she walks in and I'm just like, <laughs> fuck she had a voice that back in the days this was going back to the days of the 900 numbers okay the sex lines that you used to be able to call type of thing she could have fucking <laughs> cut she could have been an operator on one of those and made bank okay and and told you you know that she looked like candy and you know 36 24 36 when really this woman was like i think she was about five three and about, I shit you not, was probably somewhere in the ballpark of like 350 pounds. She was fucking huge. And, and, and she looked like a train hit her face. Mm. Okay. She just, I mean, 
God bless her. She was a nice woman, had a, you know, very caring soul, just very, a good person. Yeah. But man, to look at her, it's like, yeah, you'd stare at her, but not because she was hot. You're just like, <laughs> are you allowed to go out in public, lady? <laughs> Holy fuck. Because she just was not attractive. And so she definitely had a face for radio. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. And there's there's been guys, even there's a few guys here in Utah that are some of the bigger personalities that that make money, like like $100,000 a year type of oh, shit, wow. you know, like six figures. Yeah. Okay, that are some of the big names that if you ever listen to like uh, K-Bear or Rock 103 Bear, yeah. or uh, uh, Cable 93, yeah. whatever. I've met some of those guys and women who've been those radio personalities. And with the exception of like Todd and Aaron from uh, Kissin' 97, uh -huh. Aaron, when she was younger, she was hot. Okay. Todd, no. No. Fisher, <laughs> no. And even the guys that are, you know, that were or still are the personalities like on K-Bear and all that. I, like I said, I've met these guys. Right. And, and to hear them dispense their information about, you know, hey, this is what you need to do if you want to make it in radio. Rock solid. It's like, yeah. oh, man, you couldn't pay enough for that information because sure. these guys were living it. They were doing it. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you want to make six figures a year? This is what you got to do. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay, wow. You know, and in Utah especially, radio is cutthroat. Yeah. It is, if you want to make it big in radio here, man, it is It is no joke and it is not easy. Which is part of why, like, I never went that direction. It's like, man, I don't want to literally have to sell my soul to do this. It's, it, it, it's, it's true, yeah. But they were they were not attractive dudes. <laughs> so you're saying I'm a shoe in for radio? Oh, absolutely. Okay, thank you, <laughs> dude. Uh, let's put it this way: to be fair, you're better looking than some of these guys. <laughs> okay, because I remember that you know going back to dysfunctional adults yeah. for a minute. That well, you're not that bad looking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's others that are worse than you type of thing. Well, it's it's kind of true here that it's like actually, Zach, you're better looking than some of these guys because some of these guys, it's like. Can I just not look at you and no. and I'll just listen to your voice and be like, ah. Oh. It's like, to be a little bit nerdy, it's like rolling a new character in D&D &D and it's like, how many points do you want to put into looks versus having a soothing? Or creepy. That was creepy, not soothing. Actually, I don't know I that did. really wasn't that creepy. Oh, okay. It, it was more soothing than not. It was, you know, closer to Barry White than it was to Ted Bundy. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you that. Well, thanks. You know, but I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, it, it's most of the personalities that I've met, which is why even for me in my book, uh, and maybe I'm the oddball because I know you and other people have said, hey, I really like your voice. And I'm like, wow, well, you're like the three people who do. Because most people are kind of like, you're very nasally, and really? it's like, See, and I, I and I am, and I admit that. But you have a very distinct voice. I believe I've hit you up about audiobooks. You have, and that's kind of where all of this that's culminated to today kind of started was you like, hey, I heard some of your stuff. Have you ever thought about doing voice narration? And it's like, never really thought about it before because I'm thinking I don't have a voice for that. Oh, no, I'd, I would listen to you. I oh, really wow. would. Okay. I I don't know. I, I like distinct voices like Jonathan's or 
yours or I mean even I've grown to actually like my voice you know a lot of us are self-conscious oh absolutely but you actually in my opinion actually have a good voice for doing voice acting voice narration uh podcasts all that kind of stuff you actually really do have a good voice it's it's funny because I sometimes wonder if people because they say oh you have you sound like a radio host and I always wonder if people think I do this on purpose but this is just how I talk yeah it's not yeah this and I've heard you obviously that you don't go into radio mode and right. <laughs> hey kids, now I'm you know I am Zach you know and it's like that's not how you talk at the office right. But in your case, th- this is how you would talk in the office too. This this is your voice right. And so in my book, you do have a voice for radio. You Thank do you. have a voice for it. That it's like wow okay so you doing these projects, doing these things, and and even now right now this moment. It, to me, it's like, that makes sense. Yeah. It because feels like you, home. Yeah. Well, and it fits. It's like, well, you do have a good voice for it, so why not utilize it? Right. So speaking of that, I know we talked off mic a little bit, and you had said to me that besides obviously doing your, your voice narrations, your book projects that you're working on, um, you were also not only doing this uh, Dysfunctional Adults with the two J's, with mm-hmm. John and Jason... But you're contemplating doing other projects. Absolutely. What What else do you have on the on your plate here? What else are you thinking of? What else do you want to do? Um, I have. I, I'm very much passionate about mental health due to my limitations, some of the the issues that I've dealt with my entire life. I've been in therapy since I was 18. My first therapist appointment was when I was like six. Oh wow! So it's it's been a constant thing and what's funny is that now that i'm 40 we're finally figuring out that i might have some traumatic brain injuries that led to all this because the, my first one was when i was like 4 or 5 i fell off of a wall and went straight into the concrete without catching myself just right in the head oh. and you know with everything that they've learned about concussions and football players you know these guys yeah. go out and they kill head their wives injuries. and they you know they lose their minds and they rage it's you know so mental health is very close to my heart and I have found that when I'm uh, open up, when I open up on Facebook about what I'm going through recovery-wise or medication-wise or depression-wise, it's not. I don't do it, and I've asked several people. I don't do it for pity or for right. attention. Yeah, you're not doing it for likes. Yeah, and so I've asked people, does it seem like I'm coming across that way? Because I'm very careful about that as well. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, you're not trying to play the victim card here. Right. Right. I'm just sharing because I know that people don't talk about this shit. And I would get several uh, DMs, you know, they're sliding into my DMs. Yeah. Um, but about mental health because they don't want to do it publicly because they're embarrassed or they have jobs that they need to keep or, you know, uh, they're you know, functioning alcoholics like like I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm, I was a binge drinker, and, but I never went to work drunk. But I'd get home and I'd just drink the blackout and go to work the next day. I was functioning for a while. So I want to do a mental health podcast that kind of encompasses the spirit of what I do with my Facebook posts. And I have a a friend that I would like to co-host with me. He's in another state, so it would be Zoom. Oh, of course. Or um, what what was that? StreamYard. StreamYard. I need to check that out. Yeah, because that's absolutely free. And it's it's, it's a browser-based app, if you want to call it that. Okay. Where as long as you have like the, the... the operating system, obviously, Windows, if, you know, I mean, you can be on a Mac or whatever. Yeah, but if you but, have a Mac, you should just hate yourself anyway. Well, that's like, kind of my thoughts. Yeah. But if if you have, like, Chrome, the, the browser Chrome is the one that seems to be the most functional. Okay. 
with, uh, with StreamYard. So like where that's what I have, that's what most of the, the, the guys I've dealt with, they have, they have Chrome, they've got, uh, you know, windows or whatever they're running, whatever flavor, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you don't even then need to download any additional software or oh, anything. Great. It'll all work through there. And as long as you're, whether it's your audio interface like my Roadcaster or. Yeah, if, keep rubbing it in, Rob. That, that's right. I got, a, you know, I got my Roadcaster. It's Pro. pretty fucking sweet. It but is. Anyway, it sorry. really is sweet. <laughs> I apologized again. Don't yeah, hit me. that. Don't. Well, you know, I'll let this one slide. Okay. It's the last time. But anyway, if, you know, whatever you're, as long as you have your, your microphone where your, your interface will pick it up and recognize it, whatever it is, it's all plug and play StreamYard. I mean, they do have paid plans. There are certain limitations for the free version, okay. that kind of thing. Like you can't just talk forever and ever and ever. They, they do finally cut you off at a certain point if you don't want to pay. Um, I've never exceeded it in when I do my shows okay. and, and I can be long winded, but I know, Never noticed. yeah, right. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Fucker. Here's your $50. Thanks, pal. <laughs> what about the, what about the tug job? <laughs> well, the rubbing tug. There we go. <laughs> God damn it. You had to bring that up. Jesus asshole. But it, no, it's, it is a good one. If you don't want to use like zoom or if you don't want to, you know, download additional software, you don't have to. Okay. And like I said, there is a free version that it has a few limitations. They do have a, a watermark that, you know, says powered by StreamYard that's up in the corner that you can't get rid of Meh. if you don't want to pay, which I don't care about yeah. that. That that's insignificant to me. So the, and you know, the, the price packages they have for the different options they have if you're going to, you know, be hardcore about it, it might be worth exploring, Okay, you know, to say, hey, it, it may be worth the money, but at least in the beginning, trying it out, you don't have to pay anything. That's fantastic. And they never require that you do, you know, like, oh, well, you tried it for three days. Now you have to pay. It's oh, like, okay. no, no. It just yeah. has the time limitation is all. Perfect. Well, eventually there it's, it's kind of like a bandwidth limitation. Oh, okay. After a while, once you've exceeded so many hours, they will shut you down and be like, well, now you got to wait till next month oh. or whatever it is. You know, it, it is kind of a, a credit system, if you will. But again, I've never gone over it. Okay. And you do a lot of this. So. I do a lot of this. And so, yeah, it's, it's like, eh. I'm good, and it, and I don't even think I've ever even been really close to the mark. Oh, okay. So, you know, if you're doing, you know, a podcast a week type of thing for a couple hours tops, you're probably never going to hit that marker. Now, if you're three hours a day, every day, seven days a week, you might want to pay whatever <laughs> it is because you might actually hit that barrier at some point. Okay. But that's an option you can look into. Um, obviously, Zoom, you can do it that way. Uh, I know there's some other stuff out there that you can research. I mean, you could even, especially kind of like what we're doing right now, that if, you know, obviously with this other guy that you're thinking of, it wouldn't be an option. But if you were to have guests in your home type of thing, you could record it right on OBS. Right. You okay, know, and then just one, yeah. upload it, you know, to YouTube type of thing. Just okay. upload once you're done editing it and all of that, if you want to use DaVinci or you want to use something else. Are they paying you? This is not a paid endorsement by DaVinci. <laughs> it just happens to be the video editing software that I absolutely love, even though when I first got it, I wanted to throw my computer out a fucking window <laughs> because the learning curve was that steep. But now that I've learned enough about it to understand what I'm doing, there's literally no going back. But no, nice. this is not a paid endorsement. <laughs> 
But, you know, obviously you can go that route. I even know if I recall right in YouTube, uh, I believe there's a way where you can live stream from obviously like a laptop or a desktop. I know that in order to live stream from a mobile app, you have to have X amount of subscribers. I think it's a thousand. Mm, okay. But from a desktop laptop perspective, you don't have to have that, that number. Interesting. And I think you can do it straight through YouTube. Now, granted, you're not going to be able to green screen and do a bunch of other shit that I like to do that you can do in StreamYard. Okay. And you can do it in Zoom and you can do it on OBS and there's other ways that you can do it very easily. But, um... I think you can even do it just, you know, straight on where it's like, okay, and hit go and you're live and you're doing live streaming from YouTube if you don't want to pre-record it. I kind of like that idea. It sounds it's kind fun. of, uh, ed- not edgy, but uh, exciting because who knows what you're going to fuck up. Well, there's that. And, <laughs> and the fun thing is, is um, you will eventually start picking people up. You know, your first handful of episodes, yeah, it's going to be you and your co-host screaming into the void. Yeah. And nobody's watching, nobody's listening, and 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 nobody cares. <laughs> but you're going to have fun doing it because it is, well, what are we going to say next? And whatever comes out, well, there it is. Yep. <laughs> there, there's no editing that out, you know, that, that, oh, he dropped the F-bomber. He showed up half naked. Yes, right. he did. He's not wearing any pants and it showed up because he had his camera on at the time. <laughs> so those things are there. But once you do start picking people up, um, the live streams, that's one thing where I've done pre-recorded shows. Yeah. Uh, both video wise and audio like this. Where there's pros and cons to both. Uh, one of the pros is you can tend to stay on target mm-hmm. because you're not getting distracted by the people in the chat, by the people who are watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know I don't have ADD, but I like to pay attention because I like interacting with my audience. And so when they bring things up, I have a tendency to kind of get derailed because yeah. I start going off on what they're saying. And, and I've had to learn over time how to get myself back on target or sometimes how to kind of ignore them that it's like, okay, I'm not going to go there right now. (laughs) And I'll even, I'll even tell them sometimes like, Hey, I'm going to, I'll get back to you on that. You know, we're, I'm not ignoring you, but I want to finish my thought and, and then keep going and then come back to whatever was said later. But it is fun uh, being able, especially when you start getting an audience, when you have, you know, like 12 guys like I do that are pretty, pretty consistent they show up pretty regularly for the live streams yes that's so cool well and dude i've been in live streams where there's like three four hundred people wow oh it's chaos i'll bet I, I, you can't even look at the chat I'll bet. no i i won't yeah because one it scrolls fairly quick and sometimes when you get into those numbers of people where you've got like a hundred guys all talking at once and they're all having their own private conversations as well as <laughs> right. trying to talk to you it can get chaotic and it can turn into complete bullshit in there. That it's I can just imagine like, the trolls. And oh the yeah. Fucking... There's all of that. The idiots that show up. And so I'm glad that my channel's never really gotten that big because I, you know, that's one thing I remember with uh, my friend, Jack Napier, when we do our show on his channel on Friday nights, it's, mm. it's called red evening. There's a shameless plug, Jack, if you're listening, you owe me. <laughs> But yeah, but when we do red evening, he's got enough subscribers where in order to, anyone can watch the show. Mm -hmm. When we go live, it is viewable and listenable by anyone. 
But if you want to interact, you want to chat, you want to have your voice, your your text seen and heard, uh-huh. you actually have to not only subscribe to his YouTube channel, you have to join his community, which requires money. Oh, wow. You have to pay. No shit. Okay. I mean, I know his 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 rates are very reasonable, but in order to actually be a part of the conversation, you have to be a paying member. That's kind of intelligent. Well, it is because he eliminates all the trolls and all the bullshit that yeah. way. Because most of those people don't want to pay any money, and that way they can't disrupt anything. And so how, how does that, well, I mean, we don't have to get into the technical thing of that, but that is through YouTube. And yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. Yes. I know in order to have kind of your own community, I think you have to have a minimum of a thousand subscribers sure, to get course. that option to unlock. But he did that and he even brought it up to me because he was asking me, he's like, hey, you know, you're you're just as, as much a part of this show as I am. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. You yeah. know, because I, you know, even though I'm his co-host, it's his channel. Ultimately, right. it's his show. And I've always treated it that way, that it's like, this is your show, man. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want to run things differently at a at a different time, you can come on my channel, then it's my show. Yeah. You know, so I've always <laughs> kind of deferred to him, but he's always tried to be as much equal, like, hey, you're, you're not just a guest or a, a hired hand type of thing. You're part of this show. But okay. he had brought it up to me before he did it. He's like, I'm thinking of doing this, where the only people that can interact in the chat are actually paying members. What do you think? And I told him, well, you know, it gets rid of the trolls. It gets rid of the idiots, the people that just happen to do like a drive-by type of thing. You're going to get rid of them. Um, You're going to piss some people off because they don't want to spend the money. Right. Even though they might be, uh, you know, uh, they're not a troll, but I'm like, ultimately, it's your channel, your show, your say. Uh, I'm not against it. You know, I, I can see why, and personally, you're basically doing some preventative maintenance here so that you don't have to deal with it later like some guys that haven't done that, and they do have two, 300 guys showing up, and it's complete chaos. Right. And so for him, he's kind of nipping it in the buds. Um, I know there's a guy that I, I follow, and I've been on his show. He doesn't have the community thing going on, even though he has enough subscribers that he could. But he's trained himself that he literally can ignore the entire chat unless it's a super chat where people are throwing money oh. to have him answer a question or to say something. Then he'll respond to that wow. because they're throwing money at him. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, here's a $25 super chat or here's a $5 super chat or whatever. And then he'll address whatever it is based on the fact that they threw money at him. But anything else, he, he totally like doesn't even acknowledge it. Even I've popped in and been like, hey, and there's been like one time where he's like, oh, wow, Rob's here. Yeah, imagine that because I don't do it very often. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, wow, you know, I'm like one of the few people that he's acknowledged without me actually throwing money at him. Right. But otherwise, he, he doesn't acknowledge the people who don't pay, which, you know, is not a bad business model in my book either. Right. And right. so, you know, to me, it's, it's do what works for you. I know with my channel, I have enough moderators because I've had people say, they're like, dude, there are more moderators, more wrenches as, as we <laughs> say in YouTube, there are more wrenches than there are anyone else. And I'm like, there's a reason for that. Yeah. And that is when I'm doing my show, I tend to get focused on my guest. I tend to get focused on what I'm talking about that I'm not really paying attention to the chat very much and not enough to moderate it. Sure. And so I'm leaving it to them to moderate it. 
And I've told my guys that it's like, okay, other guys may have different uh, takes on moderation. Me, I'm a Nazi. Are you? I, I'm Gestapo, man. I am like, <laughs> first offense. You're fucking Nikola Tesla. I, I am. That I'm like, you know what? No. Uh, first offense, that's a ban. You know, no, nice. no timeouts, no, you know, mute them for three minutes type of thing. Cause I've tried that and then they come back pissed. Yeah. And so I'm like, nope, if it's, if it's a bannable offense, it's a bannable from the, from the get go. Yeah. From the first fucking time you fuck up, you're done. And, and I'm not going to unban them. It's like, nope, they're done. And so I've, I've told my guys, I expect brutality. I expect you guys to come in with jack boots on and you're going to show no mercy because if this was your show and I was moderating it and that's what you told me, I would be absolutely ruthless. For sure. I would be hammering guys just for acting like an idiot or asking something completely stupid. There's too many dumb and idiotic people out there that just. Yeah. And so I don't, I, yep. And I don't have the time or the patience for it. So my guys, when they come and moderate my channel, they know my expectations. I've told them because there's been times where shit slipped through and I'm like, and I'm the one banning them after I noticed that it was going (laughs) on. And I'm like, what the fuck you guys, I gave you moderation. Well, and I'm like, no, take them out, (laughs) take them out. Right. You know, you have, I've given you the authority. I've given you the permission, take them out. You know, I, I have no tolerance for bullshit, so take them out. You I know, like that. Don't, trust me, I'm going to be more pissed off that you didn't than if you did. You don't have to explain yourself to me. If you take someone out, you had a reason, and it was a valid reason, right. and I'll back it up. I'm not going to be like, hey, why'd you take him out? Right. I'm going to be like, oh, you took him out? Good. You know, the son of a bitch probably had it coming, so good. Get yeah. rid of the fuckers. I don't want this shit. Yep. You know, where I'm not charging money, I don't need the bullshit either. Right. You know, I guess if maybe if I was going to charge money and if I could, I need more subscribers to do that. It's still nice that you've got such a loyal following, though, like that they would do that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's pretty great. And that's why I've handed out so many moderation, you know, so many <laughs> wrenches. Like I said, even earlier today, someone came in and they're like, oh, my God, there's like 30 <laughs> wrenches in here. And it's like, yeah, they're all moderators, man. And they're all watching you because you're the one guy that's new <laughs> and they're all watching you going, say when. Go ahead. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the Doc Holiday. Say when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're waiting on you to fuck up because they want to ban somebody. Yeah, yeah, say when. I love that movie. Yeah, you know, they're the ones going, I'm your Huckleberry. Nah, yeah. You know? <laughs> You're no Daisy at all. You know, yeah, they're, they're doing that shit. They're, they're, they're primed. They're hungry. They're looking to fuck somebody up. <laughs> you know, they can't even, you know, the sad thing is because they tried it, I guess. A couple of them were trying it just to fuck with each other to see if they could ban each other. Oh, right. It wouldn't let them. Oh, no they're shit. They're like, ah, oh, I can't ban you. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's because you're both moderators, but I can ban both of you. Nice. Because I'm God. <laughs> you know, I in can this, ban you. In this stratosphere. Yeah, in this little tiny world, uh, tiny sphere of the, of the digital world, I am God. Yeah, I reign supreme. That's right. I am the uncontested Lord Almighty of everything in this little <laughs> section. Exactly, you know. Yep. And so, yeah. Uh, but it is fun doing the live streams, especially when you kind of, you do get a handful of people and they do start interacting with you. And yeah. then you get to kind of play off that and they play off you. And, and maybe they kind of take it a little different direction that you didn't think about that. You're like, Oh wow, that's actually a pretty good question. And I, that's what with the mental health podcast, that's what I want. I want, I want that interaction. There is one thing I wanted to say just before yes, we go, go on ahead. Here. Uh, with that podcast. And actually this is 
something that you brought up that I hadn't thought about, but me and the co-host are both male, and uh, we were in, well, I don't know if I can say that yet, because I haven't talked to him, so I won't say that. However, um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, oh, you brought up that uh, Is this going to be about a, for men? Right. And that's a, it's a great question, because I hadn't really thought about it, because I'm always just kind of the guy that just does whatever without any plan, but... Yeah, uh, you gave me some statistics too that were, were interesting. That there, what did you say? There's only two male battery uh, shelters, shelters in, in the United the States. Yep. Like it, it, we as men are taught to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, to not cry, to hold it all in until we explode, and our or mental, until you kill yourself. Yeah, or somebody else. Rather, even. yeah, rather you explode and take someone else out, or you implode and you destroy yourself. We can't pretend that there aren't differences between men and women. Oh, there's differences. When it comes to the way that we operate yep. and what it is that sets us off. Mm-hmm. Uh, more often than not, yeah, men tend to be more violent. Sure. It's in our nature. We're it protectors. Is. We're, but that doesn't make us evil or bad. No, 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 not at is. all. That's not what I mean. Yeah. yeah it, it's just simply that we don't have the resources that, that women do when it comes to the mental health side of oh, things. It's yeah. becoming, it's. It's coming to the forefront. It's being talked about more. It is, but we are still a long ways. Right. A very long ways from just talking about it and acknowledging that, wow, guys really, when it comes to these type of resources, are getting the short end of the stick. Yeah. We're, 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 we're just now talking about it. We are a long ways from, I guess, if you want to use, you know, the feminist term of equality, where, oh, it's, it is literally 50-50. We, we have for as many resources as we have for women, we also have them for men. We don't have that, and we are a very long ways off True. from having that. I can see that. Oh, that's, and that's why, that's why I had to ask you, you know, yeah. like where you brought up, hey, I want to do something about mental health. And I'm like thinking, that's cool. Right. There's always room for something like that in my book. But then it's, well, is it going to be just mental health in general, you know, for everybody? Or are you kind of gearing it more towards like men? Because everything I do, being that I am a man, and I usually talk about things that guys have some form of interest in, whether it's mental health related or it's relationships or getting the girls or whatever it may be, it is a guy talking to other guys about guy stuff. Right. And... In my book, you know, where you had not really thought about it, but then you're like, I think it is going to be for guys. And I'm thinking, well, what better source? Because you're dealing with it. You're not only your own personal demons and your own personal struggles and your own personal shit that you're trying to sort through and figure out and, and ideally overcome, but it's the idea that, well, you're a guy you're looking for resources as a guy to help you as a guy, right? that you can point guys to, hey, I found this. And it is, you know, sometimes it's a therapist that, hey, this therapist actually understands men's issues. Right. You know, ideally, and if they're going to really be that way, it would probably be a guy therapist. Sure. That's been a little more of my experience because it's like, well, that's another man that can understand it. Sure. Not saying women can't, but There's men just are, that fundamental yeah knowledge that they have just by being that being a guy right yeah because you you can never cross the chasm that is the separation between men and women 
I, I don't care even if you identify as something else. It's like you're still not going to be able to cross that chasm because it's uncrossable. It, nature, God, whatever you want to call it, never intended for us to cross that chasm. Otherwise, we would have already done it. We would be able to do it. We'd be able to say, ah, now I understand why and how women do what they do because I can think like a woman. I can experience an emote like a woman. But we can't because that is that uncrossable chasm. Just like a woman could never fully understand what it's like being a guy because they're not men. Now, that doesn't mean that the podcast would be excluding, excluding, excluding no, anybody, no. but it'll, it would be but a it good would resource be for women towards. to listen to men that are able to talk about and, and articulate these things as well. And maybe, maybe help yeah, their yeah. husband or their brother or their father, whatever it is, someone in their life that they care about. It would give them resources because, you know, they may not know, well, geez, I didn't realize that was a thing. Right. And so where can I get more information for that for my dad? Sure. Or for my husband or for my son. Right. Or for my brother, whatever. But it is for the men in their lives. Right. That they can say, hey, I want to help the men in my lives out. It's, it's kind of like being in the groups that I'm involved with. We get the, the occasional random woman shows up. And we have some guys that they, they kind of get their feathers ruffled a little bit because there's a girl in the clubhouse type of thing. But <laughs> yeah. but I, most of the women that do show up, they they tend to kind of stay in the back because they, they don't really, they're not trying to attract attention to themselves. They're not trying to make it about them. Yeah. And what most of them, when I do find out, if I, I realize, oh, hey, here's somebody and they're identifying as a woman and I find out they are and then I'm like, what? What brought you here? You know, because the things we talk about are more like what guys are into, not what women are into. So I'm kind of curious why you why you're here. And they're like, well, I'm trying to find out information for my son or I'm trying to find information out for my brother or I am right. trying to find out information for my husband or my fiance or my boyfriend. And I figured where's the best source to go find it? It's where all the guys are kind of congregating anyway. And so that's why they're there. They're taking notes to help out someone who happens to be a man that's in their life on some level. Right. And so, you know, they're not there to, you know, they're not infiltrating. Yeah, yeah, they're not causing issues. They're not infiltrating type of thing. <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're not there to try to upset the, the balance, so to speak. They're there because they, they genuinely want to learn because they're trying to help somebody in their lives and they can acknowledge to themselves I have no idea what it's like being a guy and I have no idea how I would handle this. Right. It's like, it's like what I like to call a normie trying. Oh, that's better. I wasn't talking into my microphone. There you go. It's uh, like a normie uh, trying to understand what it's like to wake up with chronic depression every day or chronic anxiety every day. They can't, they can't know what that's like because they haven't gone through it. Right. They can be understanding. Yeah, they can be empathetic. Empathetic, but yeah, it's it's kind of in the same vein that way. They they can't know what it's like to be in this type of brain. Yep, un, until they've actually been there. It, it's it's no different than like say like alcoholism is a yeah. good example. You don't know what it's like to go through alcoholism to be an alcoholic until you you are an alcoholic. Right. You know, even even I, it's like I can empathize. Sure. But I have no idea what that's like because I'm not one. And so it's like, right. I don't know what that's like. And so the best 
I can do is just kind of listen and be empathetic and be like, Hey man, if you need to talk and you know, if you need someone to talk you off a ledge, right. then I will do my best to talk you off that <laughs> ledge. But to try and say, Oh, I get it, man. I understand. I'm with you. It's like, oh, fuck, I, I have no idea what that's like right? because I'm that I haven't experienced that. Right. And so, yeah. And, and I'm glad to hear that. Um, that is kind of the, I guess if I, you know, not trying to tell you how to run your oh. podcast. It's like, no, you no, do. No, not you at all. You, you gave me a great idea. But what you did. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad that because that is something that is sorely lacking that is in my book is absolutely needed. Yeah. Is something where it is more resources for men that are struggling with whatever it may be, whether it is depression or they are trying to get on the road to recovery right. or it's even if it's just trying to understand why do I do the dumb shit I do? Yeah. You know, we all, <laughs> we all could use that and women and it's not, you know, playing the victim card or wow, you know, women got it better. But the right. truth is there are more resources available to women. And so women have more chances of finding assistance, finding information, finding help, Right. than the average guy does. Most men, not only are the resources practically non-existent, but a lot of guys wouldn't even know where to begin. And it's sure. like, where do I even start? It's not anything they've this? been taught. They haven't been given those tools. No, because they were told to shut up and suck it up. Right. And and if you don't, then you're some kind of a sissy and you're, <laughs> you're a pussy. Right. And, and obviously, clearly, we need to revoke your man card because you can't just suck it up and deal with it. Right. And, and the reality is there are things in life that you just, you can't just suck it up. Right. You know, it, it will destroy you because it's too big. Yeah. It's just, it's greater than you. And as much as we want to say, I can shoulder, you know, I'm Atlas and I can take on the world's <laughs> problems. Sometimes the world will crush you. Right. And so there's no shame in saying, Hey, I, I kind of need someone to help me lift this load for a minute or at least help lighten it a little bit or give me some idea that, hey, you don't have to take all that load. Right. You we know, shouldn't you, have to be scared to ask for help. No. And we or are. Or ashamed. Right. Or ashamed. I, I would Shame say it's not. a killer. That's, that's probably the bigger one than, than scared. Right. It's, to me, it's the guys I've talked to, it's not that they're afraid. It's they're ashamed. That's the They're, they're more truth. ashamed to ask for help, to admit that they need help. Right. then they are afraid to ask for help. It's they're ashamed to because they were told, you know, if, if you have to ask for help, then you're a less, you're less than a man. Right. Yeah. yeah a man doesn't do that. A yeah. Man, man doesn't need through. help. Yep. A man powers through and a man doesn't need help. Yeah. And so they're not afraid. They're ashamed. Yep. They're, they're ashamed to, to admit that, Hey, I'm, I'm human and I'm fallible. Yep. I'm, un, I'm unable to provide. I'm, you know, Whatever it is, I'm unable to fucking handle this by myself right. because there are things that, that are just too big. Yep. They really are that it's like when I see some of the, the turmoils and the things that people struggle with and, and I think about it and I think, dude, that's way bigger than you, you know, that there's more going on there that you really think you can handle that by yourself. Good luck. Right. I mean, some guys can, some can do it. But the majority, it's like, no, the majority of guys, you're not going to be able to handle that thing by yourself, nor should you have to. I'm going to, I'm not going to name this person, but you and I both know them uh -huh. and they have the same, almost the same issues that I do. Uh, I went through a divorce They're They've got major anxiety, major, major depression, and they still continue to hold that 
I will pick myself up my, by my bootstraps. In fact, one day they said to me, why can't you just push through this like I do? And I'm thinking, you're going to kill yourself. You are going to commit suicide one of these days. You're a candidate. Yep. You're a candidate for suck, star- suck starting a shotgun. Yep. Yeah. So I want to prevent that. If there's anything that, that this podcast can do, I'm, I'm hoping it could save a life. I mean, well, I know that's and, a, a and, no. huge... But you know what? Sometimes that's all it takes is, is if you, you know, if it impacts one guy to the point that they put down the gun right. or they step off the ledge, you know, and not step off into the abyss, but they step back from the ledge right? or they, you know, put down the knife or they put down the pills or the bottle or whatever it is that they're killing themselves with. If it makes them pause and it makes them stop and go, hang on a second here, you know, wow. But it stops them. Then, then you you did what you intended, and that's right. you, you know as as I've had guys say, you're doing God's work at that point. And it, you know, not to to make it all about doom and gloom either. It's going to be fucking funny because well, the yeah. dude that's the co-host, fucking hilarious, and we we have a good little synergy that we learned uh, when we met. Well, and sometimes, you know, like that old tired cliche, laughter is the best medicine. Right. That sometimes, because where I think a lot of guys can get overwhelmed is they do go down the gloom and doom road and everything gets even heavier than it was. And it sometimes is nice to go, hey, uh, so, you know, uh, how's your fucking depression? Did you kill yourself yet? <laughs> no, not today. Well, no. yeah, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, and it breaks that tension. Right. Where you realize it's, it's not it's big, but it's not necessarily as big as you think it is. You might be making it even heavier than it needs to be. Right. And so it's okay it. to, yeah, you're overthinking it and maybe lighten up just a little bit. Yeah. And then that way you kind of go, oh God, yeah, I'm, I'm getting way too wrapped up in this. I'm way overthinking it. I'm, I'm just driving myself even more nuts than I was before. Right. And this kind of that, that laughter and that being able to kind of make fun of it a little bit (laughs) and make, make light of it a little bit can lighten the load. And even that can be enough to get someone to put down a gun or put down, you know, walk away from the edge of the cliff type of thing. Sure. Because I've seen that happen. I've had guys say some random weird shit to me when I've been (laughs) deep in the funk and, and that, random comment that they brought up made me kind of pause and laugh. And, and then it's like, Oh wow. That, that was all it took to break that moment. Yep. It's like, yeah, tomorrow I might still be back to looking down the barrel of the gun, but at least today I I'm good now. I'm good for this moment. I, it helps you, know. you reconnect with humanity a bit. Yes. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. It does. And so that's, I'm very happy to hear that that's what you're, you know, that's one of your uh, next things that you want to do. You know, I mean, like I said, I love what you're doing with John and Jason. I think that's great. And I hope you guys continue it. Um, I do because the entertainment value that there you go. It's fun and it is, it's fun. It's lighthearted. Uh, you guys are, you know, talking about just some weird, random, fucked up shit. <laughs> I think you'll like the next episode then. I And I Good. don't want to ruin it. Because, no, no, I don't yeah. want the spoiler alert. I'll yeah. just wait for it to come out and then I'll listen to it and probably laugh my ass off. <laughs> Either way, you'll hear from me about it when I do get to it. Awesome. So. But uh, I'm glad that, you know, you're also looking at, you know, other uh, outlets, other creative endeavors as well. Because believe it or not, Zach, you are a talented individual. Well, thank you. That yeah, actually you means a lot. You just gave me chills, dude. Well, you are. 
And so that's, you know, like I said, it's about goddamn time that we did this episode. For sure. And I'm glad that we're here. Um, I know we're starting to get, you know, wrapped into the time zones here and all yeah. that. I know you've got to go in a bit. I've got shit to do. So I do want to wrap it up. Okay. Um, I do want to have you on again. I want to have you on my pub. Just everything you've said, um, you surprised me a little bit. <laughs> I, uh, you know, because I, I, I only knew you really from work right. in that way. And, and, and so just the understanding and the kindness that you've just displayed uh, in reference to the mental health side of things. Uh, I would definitely love to have you on, on that show too, just because I think it'd bring a great dynamic to it. Oh, and this and has been fucking fun. I, I would be on anything that you would invite me on. Fantastic. Just so you know that if, if you and John and Jason want to sit down and you go, Hey, hell yeah, I got a guy <laughs> and whether it's, I'm packing my microphone in or it's, we're doing it via computer screens that either way I'm fine. Okay. But whatever it takes, you know, if you want to have me on the dysfunctional adult show, that could be a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, same with the mental health thing. Once you get that up and rolling, yeah. uh, any, anything dude, I'm, I'm more than happy to ha to be a part of that, to be, you know, to come on as a guest and say yeah. my spiel, whatever it takes. Uh, and, to to promote it you know i'm down to promote it i'm down to whore it out to be hell like, yeah here guys you know here's here's another resource mm -hmm. for you guys to look into so that you know they can then listen to it and get a laugh if you know whether it's the mental health stuff or it's just the dysfunctional adults it doesn't matter sure and if it can even be like hey here's here's his audiobooks you know hey guys <laughs> so spend a couple of bucks you yeah. know put a couple dollars in in zach's pockets so he can buy you know a fucking sandwich or <laughs> buy some gasoline to get to drive around and go pick up his kid you don't even know it but i've been sleeping in your backyard oh so that's what that was. I could really use that money. Yeah. Uh, see, there you go, kids. So buy his shit and, and there <laughs> get him will, out of my fucking lawn. Yeah, exactly. Get him off my lawn so I don't have to go out there and raise the shotgun and <laughs> blast like I'm taking out pigeons or something. Like, get off my lawn, you little fucker. But uh, put your pants on. That's right. Put your pants on for fuck's sake and wipe your ass while you're at it. <laughs> no one wants to see that shit stain <laughs> but guys i'm gonna put some links in the show notes from zach so that it's Thank gonna you. be the links to the, the the dysfunctional adults it's gonna be the stuff to his audio his his books that he's narrated all that stuff i'm it's gonna be in the show notes so click on the links i'm not being paid or endorsed to say this just a hand job well there's that but beyond that, beyond the sexual favors, <laughs> Zach is not endorsing, you know, or paying me in any way. And so nah, this just is friends. just, this is, this is because I like what Zach's doing. And like I said, I genuinely believe he's got something to say. He, he is a creative individual. Um, you are from the last time I saw you, mm -hmm. which has been about almost a year ago. Yeah. You are from what I'm seeing. You are in a much better place now than you were back then. And I'm You're glad to see wrong. that. And I'm glad to see that. I'd say you were intuitive, but it's just so obvious. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, 50 pounds later. You know, no. Well, yeah, you have lost some weight and just you're not. You're not pulling your hair out, ready to eat a bullet and right. and like just curl up and die. You know, and I do take that back. You are very intuitive that, that you had 
that you could notice where I was back then. Oh, I, I knew where you were. And like I said, I kind of knew when you disappeared, I had a very strong idea because nobody talked about it. Right. Nobody mentioned it to me because that's proprietary and that's private and personal. Which is dumb because I told them to tell everybody where I was. Yeah, they, they still I told didn't. my brother. Yep. Nope. Not even your brother. Nobody <laughs> said what you were doing because I kind of I kind of brought it up like, hey, where's he at and what's going on? Yeah. And everyone's like, well, he's just taking some time off. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't just a two week vacation. He should be back by now. And he's still not back. He's literally taken a leave of absence. Right. I know what this is and I'm good with that. It's just funny that, especially hearing that you said that you told everybody it's okay to tell people if they ask, look, I'm, I'm doing rehab, man. I'm, I'm fucking, I, I'm, I'm drying out here, man. Yeah. And nobody did not one soul, not even your brother. He didn't even say, in fact, I swear to God that when it got brought up one time and and your brother was around Mm -hmm. and I even think he was like, hell, I don't even know for sure what he's doing. He told me about that actually. And so in a way, what you're telling me is that was a lie. He fucking, he he didn't know at that point. Oh, he didn't. I had told him to share it afterward. Okay. Fair enough then. Because I'm thinking, God, if you'd told him, then that's how he answered. It's like, wow, he full on lied about it. Yeah. No. Okay. So at that point he didn't know. No. Okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, as I'm just thinking, wow, that was a good lie, man. Cause I bought it. Cause he genuinely looked <laughs> bewildered. He's like, ah, I'm his brother and I don't even know what he's doing. He told me that exact line. Yep. yep. I'm his brother and I don't even know. And I'm just like, wow, if he doesn't know, then nobody knows because I know you and your brother, at least you kind of talk. Yeah. So yeah. I figured, well, if anyone would know, he would know. And even he was like, I have no idea. Yeah. And it's like, wow either you guys aren't as close as i thought you were or wow you're keeping this really tight but yeah nobody had said a word as far as all they said to me when i said he's gonna be gone for a while yep is he coming back that's the plan (laughs) that's the plan (laughs) well but that obviously isn't how it turned out yeah but the the difference was when you explained it to me that it's like oh this wasn't your choice is kind of how I took it. Like, oh, he's choosing not to, which is fair. That's fine. Right. It was more that the company was like, either you need to come back or you're done. Yeah. FMLA ran out ah. and, you know, uh, I just wasn't ready and I'm still not. So I genuinely am not like angry no. that that happened. Um, I'm in a much better place. Obviously, you, you just said it yourself. Oh, yeah. You, you look amazing. It's Thank like, you. oh, wow. You're you're actually like happy to be here just still have a face for radio though right oh well again there's other guys (laughs) you're not bad looking you're not that bad to you know to to rub that one in a little bit there you know but yeah definitely but and it's not just contextual or situational like oh you're happy to be here sitting in in my house right this moment you genuinely look happy to be here yeah alive yes happy to be alive happy that even with all your struggles and your troubles and all the bullshit you still have to deal with right you're happy to be here yeah and i'm happy to see that i'm happy that that's where you're at that it's like because yeah about a year ago you didn't look happy to be here i and i I can believe it i can buy it yeah that yeah that i'm sitting there thinking (laughs) man he's he's a candidate Yep. Because I've seen the look. I love I love that that word for this. I think I, I'd like to uh, use that in the mental health podcast, a candidate, just to kind of describe people that are 
in that boat. Hey, I mean, you can run with that however you want. I can't copyright or trademark that <laughs> word, but that could be an interesting title for the show, for the name of the show. Call it The Candidate. Ooh, I like that. Because you can take that word candidate and it can apply and mean different things Absolutely. depending on the context. It could be, well, you're a candidate for getting help. Yeah. It could be a candidate, you're a candidate for killing yourself. Right. You know? And so yeah. you could run with that a lot of different ways and it can be applicable across a lot of spectrums. And so, I mean, if you want to use it, that's clever run as with shit, it, man. Yeah, call it the candidate. I like that. You know, because we're all a candidate for something. Absolutely. You know, some guys I've seen are candidates for a fucking firing squad. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you, the firing squad needs to hurry up and get here for you. You know, others are candidates for mental health that, hey, you could use some help. Yeah. And there's guys that don't be the candidate that wants to, to end it because yeah. that's... It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And as you wisely stated to me just tonight off the air or off the, off the off mic, mic. Uh, you know, it does get better. It really does. And, it's and hard to see that. I is. didn't believe it at all. Well, dude, I, I've, that part I can, it's not just empathize. I have been there. Right. I've looked down the abyss. I've looked into the barrel of a shotgun. I've looked in the barrel of a pistol and I was two pounds of pressure away from calling it a day. Right. Okay. And someone else either helped me out or I, I just, something made me pause and, and put it down. But I, I realized I'm glad that I did that because while it was dark and I thought, man, there is no light in sight and this is, this is always how it's been. It's always how it's going to be. And it's forever going to be like this forever forward. Cause that's where I was. Yeah. That's like, it, it's always been bad. It's bad now. And it's going to be bad forever. To quote Doug My, Stanhope. I've been, if I've sat through half the movie and it's been shit thus far, chances are, it's not going to get real good in the, in the end. Yeah, and that's how the, you feel. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but if you can pause, nobody should, nobody should blame you for walking out early. That's right. the last part of that quote. Well, but there you go. But you know what? It's, he's not wrong. Right. Okay. And, and that's, that's the thing that I, I look at, the things that I went through, especially the first time I thought about killing myself. And, and if I had done it, I would have done it at 22. Okay. So I would be almost 30 years in the grave at this point. Wow. And I think of all the things that I've done since then, right up to this very moment, I would have done none of those things. I would have right. never experienced the things that I've experienced. Met and the people you've met. Yeah. The had the, the relationships impact, the, that you have type of thing. Yeah. I would have had none of it because it would have all ended in that moment if I had pulled the trigger. Right. Okay. And, and that's where, you know, even the first time where life got better and then, yeah, I had another moment where fuck, it was down that dark hole again. Yeah. And I had kind of lost my way and it was a, it was my friend Vince from masculine geek who kind of helped pull me out of that one because I was doing the same thing again. Right. And, and I, but, but this time I kind of saw it. I kind of knew where I was going that it's like, Oh fuck, I know where this road goes. And I know I may not need to go get professional help this time around, but I can't crawl out of this hole completely alone. I do need someone to extend a hand and help pull me up. Right. And that's what Vince did for me. And he helped pull me up. And again, life got better. Right. And it always does. And that's, and it's hard to, to see it when you're in it. 
Yeah. It's really hard to see it when you're in it. And that part I can, I can empathize and I can relate. I can, I can, oh yeah, it, it is, you know, Rob, you're full of shit. Well, of course I am because you're knee deep, your balls deep, right. your eyeballs deep in it. And that's, you know, the, the thing is, is the person saying that it gets better can fall right back down into that with Abs- that person and, yep. and not see that anymore. Yep. They've literally said the words, it gets better. And then they fall into it and can't even remember yep. that. Yep. Oh yeah. And that's the thing. And it's something from my perspective, from my experience, it's always a possibility that you can fall back into it. Right. No matter what help you get, whether you use medication or some type of cognitive therapy or whatever it may be, there's no magic bullet, you know, a bad pun maybe, but no, not at but all. there it's... is no, there is no cure, right. so to speak for that, that, oh, if I do this one thing, if I take this one pill or if I drink this one drink or if I do this one thing, I'll never go through that ever <laughs> again, ever. It's yeah. like, no. You, you, now, granted, you may be able to go the rest of your life and you may never experience it again. And, and for some people, I hope that happens. But I look at it as the reality is, eh, it comes in cycles to a degree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You'll, you'll come back to it. Right. You know, you'll revisit that abyss again. It just depends on how you are able to deal with it, if you have the tools now, that sort of thing. Yes. When I came out of inpatient, I was there for 37 days, uh, I expected to be cured when I came out. It was this stupid, you know, yeah, I look back and I'm had like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. But I expected every, all my problems to be easy to yeah. deal with. And I got out and I immediately relapsed into, drink, into drinking two days later. Oh. I mean. Uh, I get it. Yeah. <sighs> and and you know what? And relapsing is common. Yeah. And people it's go through learn. cycles of it. You right. know, that some people relapse, you know, they'll. They, they, they get sober, then they relapse for a while, and then they get sober, and then they relapse again, and then they get sober. But ideally, the sobriety gets longer and longer, and the relapses get shorter and shorter till they finally hit a point where they just they don't relapse anymore. But it can take multiple times. It's so poignant and wise what you just said, because the intensive outpatient program I'm in now, uh, part of this chart that they have of the stages of recovery, relapse is one of them. Yeah. They're so progressive there. And, and, and not a lot of people think like that because of all the shame involved in yes. relapsing, all of the guilt involved. Yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. That that relapse is, is, is counterintuitive as it sounds. It is part of the process. Yep. That you do, you know, to use the term, you fall off the wagon. Yeah. And so kind of anticipate, you know, you don't hope for it, obviously, but you have to kind of anticipate that, yeah, there's going to probably come a moment that, yep, I'm going to fall off. And that while it sucks and it's not what you wanted and it's counterproductive to what you're trying to achieve at the same time, you don't have to beat yourself up about it, which helps you get back onto recovery that much quicker. That you go, yeah, fuck, God, what am I doing? Here I am again. Ah, shit. Well, tomorrow's a new day. Yep. I'll just sleep it off today type of thing, and tomorrow Mm -hmm. we'll start over. And without the shame and guilt. Yeah, without the shame and the guilt. You don't have to beat yourself up over it. You're not a failure. Because you You keep trying. Yeah, you just... You just made a mistake and it happens. You, it's the the whole two steps forward, one step back. Right. That, ah, this is one of those one step back moments. It doesn't have to define you. It doesn't. You. It doesn't That's, have to. It's not who you are. It's just, hey, you fucked up. It happens. You know? And that's the thing that, with a lot of things that we deal with, is it's 
too many guys in particular tend to take whatever their cause is or whatever their behavior is and they tend to identify with it. They make it part of who they are, which then crystallizes and it hardens and now you can't change. You're locked into it. Yep. You are an alcoholic or you are sober or you are depressed or you are... Prime, like your your It is your prime personality trait. Yeah. And, and so it's, I mean, and it doesn't matter what it is. It can be a political cause, yep. okay? Or it can be a religious cause. I've met people, you know, I'm a Mormon. And it's like, oh, so you identify as a, a religious person first. Where like for me with my religious beliefs, which I have a few, mm-hmm. but they are not who I am. Right. They're just what I happen to believe. And they are so far down the spectrum of who is Rob mm-hmm. that they're almost insignificant that when people do find out, they're like, Oh wow, I would have had no idea. Why, why, why didn't you bring that up? It's like, because that's not who I am. That's just part of what I believe. Yeah. Those are your beliefs. And what's the need to, yeah, I don't need to tout it and proselyze and preach because I don't identify with my beliefs. They just happen to be what I believe. Yeah. Where, you know, well, what are you? Well, I'm a man first and then I'm Rob second, and then I'm X, Y, and Z type of thing. Yeah. And so that's why I don't try to get caught up, you know, like even into like politics. Well, you're a conservative, are you a oh, libertarian, are you yeah. a, a Democrat, all that. It's like, nah, I, I'm a leave me the fuck alone and let me do what I want. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, well, that's libertarian. Yeah, except I don't follow all of what the libertarians say and right. do either. You, uh, not everybody needs a fucking label. Exactly. The, the only label that I choose, I guess, would be I'm a man and I'm Rob. And that's, that's fair. That's what the label. Is- Beyond that, it's like I'll figure out all the other shit as I go. Yeah. Those are the only ones that I need to kind of ground myself so that I know what direction I need to go next. And even the Rob part, it's like, eh, it's just a name. I could, I could change that. <laughs> We're going to call you Zap. I, I, Zap you know, and Zap. You know what? I Welcome like to it. the candidate. Do you know what? Actually, I like a better one. I have another one for you. Okay. Because I understand. I know your full name as far as what you were given, your you know, your Christian name. Yeah, you the, can say it. it well, okay, yeah. well, Zachariah. Right. Okay. I got one for you. Okay. Because when I was a kid, I'm a junior. Okay. okay. Me and my father share the same name. Mm-hmm. So I am technically a junior. All right, but the fun thing is when I when I was a kid, I found out initially that wasn't going to be my name. Really? Yeah. Because I knew for me that if I ever had kids, I wasn't going to be naming my kids after me. Okay. It's like I am not going to have a third. Okay. It's it's not going to be Robert the 3rd type Too thing. pretentious or what? Uh, just uh, I don't even really like being a junior. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay? Because in a way I kind of feel like I'm trying to follow in my dad's footsteps. Mm. And so I know if I had a kid, it's like, you're not going to be named after me other than the last name. But beyond that, you're going to have your own fucking identity, your own name. You're not going to be named after me. Mm-hmm. If I incorporated my name, at best, it would be a middle name. And then if he wanted to go by that, then that's his choice. Right. But as far as a first name, I would have named him totally different. Well, when I was a kid, I found out that when my mom found out she was pregnant, her and my dad started talking about what do we want to name him? And my mom wanted to name me Ezekiel. Fuck yes. Okay. Because <laughs> then it, to shorten it up, she wanted to call me Zeke. That was my dog's name. Ezekiel, nice. Harvest like Moon, it. but they well, called him Zeke. Zach and Zeke. Zach, Zeb, okay. and Zeke. Yeah, there you go. No shit. I love it. 
Okay, well, my dad was like, absolutely no way. If, if you're going to do that, then his middle name's going to be Wolfgang. Yes. That way my dad then could call me Wolf. I'm going to piss my pants. Oh, I... <laughs> Holy Go. shit. I've been holding on. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the story actually 